with being married, I, I mean, I really for sure thought that was my forever till the day I die. Like I, I, you know, I was, there was no, I saw no future that did not, I didn't. And I, I think for, for a long time, I struggled with how to not be miserable, how to not be miserable Mm -hmm. inside of something that I thought was forever. I turned 50 y'all. And I started a podcast. Really, age is just a number. It comes down to how we choose to live and the choices we make in our life and those things accumulate. Don't let the programming of life keep you from doing things every single day that that make you happy. When we feel good, it's easy to think good. Life is not happening to you. You are your life. You are happening to your life. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. In this episode, I talked to my dear friend, Polly Martins. And every time I'm around Polly, it just seems like we have a conversation that matters. And what I love about her is that she has a commitment in her life to expansion and to growth and this insatiable curiosity about the world. Um, We talk about a lot of wide ranging topics um, from the meaning of our life to introspection and everything in between. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode with Polly Martins and make today a good day to die. Hi, honey. Hello. <laughs> I'm so, so excited to do this with you. Good. I'm excited. I know I've been like anxiously wanting to like hear about what's going on with you. And um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about right away was I know right now we're in the middle of two weekends of like last weekend you did something really, really interesting. And then next weekend you're up to something really, really cool, which I, which I'm stoked because I was able to catch you on a weekend that you didn't have something super cool planned. Um, but I want to know about this retreat you went on. What, what was, what would do you want to share that with me? What you were doing? Mm-hmm. I would say it was a shorter retreat. You know, you and I have probably done, you know, longer transformation work, but uh, this was a just two and a half day or it was like a full day and a half. And it was at Jill's property in Big Sur. And it was themed as like inner child work. Right. And, you know, there was about six or eight of us. It was just yummy food. And Big Sur just has that energy that's like, come let me, you know, embrace you with nature and trees and views and all of that. And um, we just enjoyed that. We enjoyed little hikes. We enjoyed food. We enjoyed giggles. <laughs> you know, it's so fun being with girlfriends that you can just laugh and like unwind with. And then I would say there was one um, transformative part of it that was helpful for me. And it was, um, we did this breathwork exercise. We're out in this beautiful meadow, right? Just kind of like surrounded by nature and little bees buzzing around and stuff. And then it was breathwork like that, you know, breathing consciously, right? Mm-hmm. And then you sort of kind of go into trance. And it was different for me with my work with hypnosis. I kept thinking, oh, I'm supposed to go or I'm supposed to go, right? I'm going into that trance-like state. But with breathwork, it can take you to different places. And so I had to sort of like stop analyzing and stop thinking about it and then just like be with it. And, you know, I had some nice downloads from the other side of like, okay, this, I think the biggest thing for me was I got, um, what I shared after the experience was I've had this 
notion, this paradigm that I've been living in of like, I'm on this path of life and like my life, my, like my real life is over here and I'm trying to make a right turn. I'm trying to get off the exit and get over into this lane. Like there's this other life I'm on over here. And what I got in this download was it's not over here. It's not like, oh, you're on the wrong path. You need Um, to get over. It was more like the aligning of it. No, it's out in front of you and and you're on it. You're, You're not, you're going to it. And that shift, and I know neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, it was like, ah, oh, and Joe, the peace that I got from not feeling like I was on the wrong path or the wrong life, I was like, oh, oh, great. Now we can just like enjoy this path instead of feeling wrong. Like, like wow. it's always wrong. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, that, ha- that happened while you were doing the breath work? Right. Yeah. So that was like what was coming to me in the breath work was now like, you know, the downloads were more words. And then as I started to speak it and share it, I came up with that notion of like, and, and the way that the mind worked for me in that moment was like, click. And I've had this sense of peace in my body. Like one of the things that I wanted, yeah. One of the things that I've been wanting to, to transform around me is getting upset when things go wrong and having impatience, like hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I gotta, you know, because I think I've got to get over to this other lane. <laughs> I'm like, hurry up. Let me get out of this thing that I'm doing. Cause I've got to be over here. And I was like, no, it's a part of it. And that blending, that merging of those two paradigms or those notions just was like, Oh, this is the life. This what, is the path. What that makes me think about is, um, uh, Esther Hicks, the, the, the law of attraction. Um, but it's Abraham Hicks, you know, have you heard of Esther and her husband and they they have, they're writing down basically what they're getting from Abraham, a group of, and are you familiar with their writing and and their girl? I listen to Abraham for at least a half hour every day. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. So, but it's like, that's exactly what she's saying. I'm going to just say she, but it's they or him or whatever, but I don't, the pronouns, but like, um, it's, it's, it's the, the, the desire for what you want, but feeling in the mode of the feeling the way you want to feel with what you want in the future, but feeling it now, like realizing the, the, the becoming of it, the, the journey of, of you going through that is the joy, like is the thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause there is no like end point. There is no like stop on the road where it's like, okay, I've, uh, you know, right. <laughs> but, but it's, it's one thing to like read that in a book or, or hear, hear them say it. Right. But then it's another thing for you to have the experience of it clicking in your body yeah. in that moment. And it's funny that you say that. Cause that was exactly like what else sort of came out of that. Like, like you said, so you know how, like you come back from a weekend and sort of integrating back into life and things that happened over a transformative weekend haven't quite melded, you know, and it's like, okay, I know that I'm, um, there'll be opportunities in my present life to still continue that old path, you know, the old like dysfunction of like, Mm -hmm. I'm on the wrong one. But what started to come to me was like exactly what you're saying. I'm, I'm okay now. I'm enjoying now. Enjoy this part of the path. Feel it now. And what else I got was um, letting go of resistance to this is wrong. Like 
like letting the joy be in the now, letting the, 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 the future that I'm like working towards or, you know, someday will come kind of thing. Like fucking mm-hmm. hey, it's right mm-hmm. now. You know? It is right and, now. It yeah. is right and now. And so I'm, I'm letting, I can feel just the, the, like the, the crystals of like mm, gunk that have been in resistance, just like shattering, just like, <sighs> so yeah. I, I saw a, 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 a saying or a meme on Instagram the other day that said something like, um, pain is being somewhere and, and, and being here and wanting somewhere else. It's just the not like loving, like exactly where we are, or what's, what's happening right now. It's, and that's what struggle is or pain or suffering. That's what suffering is, right? Is being here and wanting there. And, um, and that, that, that's true for physical things. That's true for where we feel like we want to be like emotionally or, or, um, you know, transformative wise, um, because it, it is, I mean, and I'm saying this to me, I'm saying this to me, I'm always saying this to me as I'm saying it to you, which is why I love our conversations because it's a remembering of, There is nothing more important, right? There is nothing that we are going to glean or enjoy or uh, make better by than what is what's happening right here. This struggle right here, this and even like what you just said, which is not resisting the even resisting the feeling of wrongness. It's like even if you feel it's wrong, accepting that feeling right in the moment, not even resisting that as wrong Mm -hmm. going, Mm -hmm. you know, like, go ahead. Yeah. And being conscious of it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, there I'm doing that thing, you know, not right. right. Cause then you'll just compound. (laughs) You'll just compound that. This isn't okay. I'm not okay that I'm not okay. Not being there, you know, and hell no. And, you know, I, I think this is a little bit of a seed for what your podcast is about. What this, what this project is about for you is like, you know, a good day to die is like, mm-hmm. it's today. It's today, people, you know, like <laughs> me, today. like you, me, us, like it's today. Like what if it, it was today. the last day? What if, yeah. So, you know, tomorrow, next day, whatever. And you and I have climbed a lot, a lot of mountains in our life, you know, mm. metaphorically and spiritually and all of that. And you get to the top and it's like, <sighs> okay, where's the next one? You know, it's, mm. it's like, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. the journey of life. So, mm-hmm. so, so I want to know more about this breath work too. Is this the first time you've done breath work in this this particular way? Yeah, that that particular teacher Method. and leader Method. facilitator of it. Yeah. And yeah. was it the kind where after a certain amount of time you felt your hands kind of um, contracting or your jaw contracting? Not no. You didn't notice uh, that? I know. I, you know that reminds me of like the Wim Hof work. I've I've heard of that and and different things. And no, you didn't it was experience more, that. No, this was more um, kind of letting go of thought. It was just trying to um, be very like hyper conscious. I would say, you know, of your breath. Hyper conscious, not as like a bad thing, but as an intentional thing, like right. a focus thing. Mm-hmm. And by being in that breath you sort of drown out all of this, drown out that, you know, the chatter, 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 and the things. And you're just like, kind of that opening to what is, and and I know what you mean about, you know, um, 
your your body goes away and stuff. I've had that experience in other breath work and stuff, mm. but this one was more the chatter went away and it was like the tuning in interesting could could, could come through more. So wow. Yeah. So I'm just interested also just in general about this idea of you know going to spending a weekend. Was it two nights? Is that what you did? You drove mm -hmm. to Big Sur for yeah. two nights? Yeah. And about how many people were there? It was about eight. It got a little bit less as the weekend went on. You know, some people could start, but they couldn't, they just had other obligations. So it was about six or eight of us. Yeah. And this idea that, you know, you would take a weekend of your life and like drive several hours and, you know, spend two days in the woods with people and, um, <laughs> You know, for the goal of, I mean, w are, are you comfortable sharing with me like what your intention was with going there for that weekend or, or what yeah. Jill was promoting it as, you know, that, you, you know, she was going to offer? Yeah. And I would say, um, I'm guessing that mm, different people walk through life with different, you know, things that they enjoy. I love things like this so much, like these are my vacations, <laughs> you know, it's like vacations, whatever you want to call it. You know, I mean, yeah, I do have quote vacation with no transformation. Well, wait a minute. We all, it's always transformative, you know, like there's no walking through a day of life with that's not some sort of uncovering of something about ourselves, but um, in going, it was part like embracing the, so Jill is just now um, opening up her home in Big Sur for wanting to do these retreats. And so she wanted to kind of beta on some friends to get some feedback. Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. And how does this feel with this particular facilitator and moving about the spaces and things like that. So I was like all day long, you know, so is that how? Yeah, yeah so that's it was, great. It was, and, then, and so for you, so you were obviously helping her to like test out her methodology, but for, for you, were you just kind of going open to say, I'm going to just see what shows up during this process? Absolutely. You know, as somebody who's done a lot, a lot, a lot of workshops and weekends and mm -hmm. multi days and boot camps and, you know, <laughs> warriors and <laughs> you name it. It's like, I know if I put myself into this space, you know, the, one of the couple first events that I did of this nature, um, I remember standing around like arrows are flying or, you know, walking on fire, whatever the hell was going on. And I, and I was like, wait a minute, this is like life, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, we're, yeah, doing, right? we're, we're doing life right now. A and metaphor, the, the yeah. objective, yeah, the objective is take this back into life. Don't just like go, oh my God, it's, you know, you, you and I've come out of the landmark work. And I remember the first landmark and I was like, this is amazing. And I remember, you know, the first landmark sitting there and they're like, oh, and there's, um, I forget if they had people raise their hands or what. And they're like, oh, these people are revisiting the experience. You know, like they're, they're here. Auditing or, third or, or, third. or Auditing, reviewing, yeah. reviewing. Yeah. Reviewing. And, and I, and towards the end, I was so burst open. I was, you know, like your, your possibility and all this stuff. Right, right, and right. I was like, why would you review this? Like, Oh, yeah. like you get it. Like, poof, you, you know, it's like, poof, you graduate, you're done with high school and then on to the right. You know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I get it. No. Yeah. There's more. Right. There's more. Conference. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's the more time we have exposure to these ideas and these experiences and these 
influences the more it's practice and the more we can integrate it, as you say, into our daily life, because it is important to have those transformative moments, those aha moments, right? But then what's the point? If, if, if when I'm in an argument with a family member, I can't, you know, see outside of the, the drama and the story and like my reactions and all of that. Right. So, so you brought up landmark, um, which I definitely want to talk to you about, um, um, you know, this is as good a time as any, and I don't know, there's a lot of people who know about landmark and there's a lot of people who don't. Um, but, um, maybe we should share each of our experiences. I don't know. I, I mean, I do know the year I went, I, I went to the landmark forum, which is a three day immersive weekend transformation weekend. Um, I went to San Francisco and I know the year I did it because I was in relationship with this person with a, with a man and, um, we were like going to break up and I was supposed to be going to therapy to figure out what was wrong with me. And, um, so this must've been like 2001. I think that's right. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Cause I, yeah, I think you shared it with me in like Oh two or Oh three or something. Yeah, it was about 2001. And I remember going to Landmark Forum, driving to San Francisco and just staying in this little hotel and like not having any idea what I was walking into and (laughs) (laughs) and coming out of those three days or even just like the end of day one. And I'm just like, I'm like in I'm in the room just like (laughs) what's happening, you know, because you're you're in this experience like 200 other people and everybody's having their own experience alongside of yours and everybody's experience is totally different. And you're like seeing all these explosions (laughs) around you. And and anyway, um, I just remember coming out of that experience, number one. Uh, saying I 100 percent do not need to go to therapy Um, now, that's not to say uh, I don't need therapy or that people don't need therapy and therapy's not, I'm in therapy now, you know, I love therapy and there's different times in different times in life where different modalities are important. I'm sure you would agree. But in that particular moment, it, I was clear, crystal clear that I didn't, I definitely did not need therapy that I, I had such a breakthrough. Like it was like, like, whoop. Um, <laughs> and my, li- my life has never been the same. I mean, I, I remember it. And by the way, I have reviewed the landmark farm <laughs> um, Me too. Me too. many yeah. years later, many years. Oh, you did. You yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So will you share what your, um, first landmark was like, or your forum, your first forum? Well, I, you know, I always, uh, well, I always love to honor you because you introduced me to it and it's such a gift you gave me. I mean, how did that come up, Polly? Like, where, 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 do you remember what we were talking about or what you were going through where I said you might want to consider Landmark if, if it's something you're willing to share or remember? You don't. I, here's what I, what my memory is like pulling down, like the download. So you, Sonny, and I were, I mean, like the place I can remember a little bit more than the convert, the exact words, but you, Sonny, and I were at lunch at that little restaurant that goes over the creek in San Luis Obispo. Yep, I, I know what it's called. Yeah. And we're having uh-huh. this yummy lunch. And it was like the couple first times I was getting to know you, you know, like, you know, we had become new friends. Mm-hmm. And there was just like this way that you were talking 
and I, it wasn't like a specific thing you said or whatever. And I was just like in the back of my mind going, I want what she's got, Mm. you know, like it was just, it felt contagious. And I think that you and I would both say when you're around people who are self-expressed, who are open, who are kind of fresh off of the experience, who are in tune with themselves. Yeah. It's fucking contagious. And you were just open. You were, Mm. you know, like you, like you said, you, you were kind of like that and Mm. it was yummy. It was yummy to be around. And I was like, tell me about how you got this, you know, or like, you know, like your way of being now that, that I can put words to it. And you just started sharing. That's wow. kind of what I remember. Yeah. Wow. That, that I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, that makes so much more sense that it was like an energy or a way of being that you kind of were attracted to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, so you decided you would do that. Did you also go to San Francisco or did you go to LA or you? I think the first one I did was in San Jose. I I did San Jose and a couple in LA. And I think San Jose was the first one. And I just want to share kind of like you said, it was like so easy for me to say yes to something I didn't know because your outcome, your way of being, your experience of expressing in the world was so magnetic. I was like, I don't care what it's like. I don't know what it could be. You know, mm. I had never done anything remotely like that. I mean, it was college classes really? or, you know, ex- ex- marketing classes or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay, going up there to get this thing, <laughs> right? But if I can come out, like she's able to, like how you, ex- I don't even remember if you told me so much about the, you know, like what what mm. to expect. You just were like, this is how it is for me now. And I was like, okay, give me some of that. And just like that night, I think I just went and signed up and wow. drove up like you, San Jose, like, okay, here I am. And it was, it was so not what I expected in the beginning. And in the end, like, they, what do they say? Something like, uh, everyone's like popcorn in this room. You're going to pop. You, you just might pop at different times, you know? Right. So like you were saying, like some people would be in the... <laughs> And, the, and then they pop at different times. And I was like, okay, have I popped? Am I, <laughs> you know, am I doing it right? Am I doing yeah. it? <laughs> but then, you know, I mean, and there were so many, there's a couple moments in that weekend. I remember still to this day, some things that the, the facilitator said, I was like, fuck yeah, that's, you know, just, they land, man. They yeah. land. So good. Well, I feel like too, there's so many things that, we get to explore as adults. I mean, thousands of things that we get to explore as adults, concepts, ideas, experiences that can you imagine if we would be introduced to these ideas in childhood? Um, I mean, right. I mean, like it's, it's crazy. I mean, from everything to, um, the concept we learn, the concepts you learn, the foundational concepts we learn in the landmark forum to things like meditation, to things like even just knowing about like inner knowing or, or, or things like women's health or, um, you know, like all of these things. Right. And, And to me, what I'm really present to in these last, I would say about five years, um, and, and seems to be more and becoming more and more concentrated is this idea of how I'm just cracking the surface of information that and and mm-hmm. ideas and concepts 
and experiences that I'm able to have and I'm able to explore that that have been here the whole time and that a lot of people do know about. And <laughs> it's like, yeah. And oh, and okay, it, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Like just yesterday or two days ago, somebody sent me a podcast that I've never heard of this person, and I and I because I was sharing with something with her on Friday, and she was reminded, and then she remembered this teacher that she followed that I've never heard of, and I I texted her back and I said. I'm listening to this podcast. It's amazing. Thank you for sharing with me another part of the universe of consciousness that I haven't yet touched. Right. right? Ooh, that's a beautiful way of saying that. Showing yeah. me a part of the what? Showing me a part Uni- of the universe? universe of consciousness that I haven't yet touched. Like, like it's out there, right? Remember, Joe? It was like, wow. The, the, and from Landmark, it's like, there's what you know, and there's what you don't know, and then there's what you don't know, you don't know, and all that stuff. Right. And I kind of liken it to like, it's over here. And you're like, yeah. what? What? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, there's that thing I've been looking. Okay, great. Yeah. Or just it's on the path. It's just, you know, getting to it. Yeah. And and one of the, 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 the emotions that comes up for me when I experience the, oh, like realizing about something that was kind of behind me the whole time or whatever is kind of sometimes I, I get angry about it. Hmm. Um, like feeling like there's a loss there from having not known it sooner or like why was it, I doing that like or yeah like why have I been doing this to myself or in the wrong relationship or, or the wrong job or the or the or why did no one tell me this yeah. you know this you know a lot of this stuff that we are taking responsibility that you and I for example are taking responsibility of of learning and experiencing and knowing some of it I feel like should have been shared with me by people who were close to me. <laughs> okay. My mom, I'm just going to say, for example, um, or, or whatever, you know, and I, this feeling of like, I can't believe I'm 50 years old and I'm just learning this. Like my mind has been blown so many times in the last three years of things that I've read, experienced, heard, watched, and I'm 50 and I'm like, why am I just knowing this now? And so I have this experience of like a little bit of resentment, a little bit of anger, a little bit of like, and then also feeling like I, like I missed out or I'm late to the party or this self thing. And that's, that's obviously part of the work, right? Is to, is to acknowledge that and go, okay, you can beat yourself up or be mad at other people and you, or you can just stay in the fact that you're super excited that you know it now or that you, mm-hmm. that you figured it out now. You know, I have a, a really good friend of mine. She's actually helping me with this whole project, Ashley. And, um, she's 28, I think. And, um, you know, I get to like be her friend, you know, being old enough to be her mom, but I get to be her friend and see her experiencing a lot of these different concepts and all kinds of other things that I've never even heard of or, or come up with. She's experiencing them at, at, at her age, you know, and, and, I mean, I just think it's it's right whenever it's happening, but it's hard for me to feel like there's limited time, and I I just wish I had more of it sooner, kind of thing, you know. And I, but again, I'm I at the same time I recognize that's part of my work, which is to let that piece of it go. Mm-hmm. Does anything about that come up for you when I say anything like that for um, you? Yeah, I. 
yeah, a few things, like as you were telling some stories, you know, like my mom doesn't even know this shit still, (laughs) you know, like, like I'm learning, we're learning things. I'm learning things that, you know, I'll even share it with her and she doesn't get it, you know? So she's not the transmitter of that for me. And I, I, I just make peace with that. And I see her more as a teacher of like how, how not to live my life. And so it's like, go, go, go do this. You know, like I didn't Mm. get this experience. So you're, you know, you sweetie, go do this, you know, or I can look at how she's choosing to live her life and go, if anything, I, I give it as a, like the teacher doesn't always have to tell you what to do in order for you to get lessons. Right. Right. You can, you can watch modeling, what have you. And it's your interpretation of how they're living their life or what the results they're getting and go, what do I want? You know, and, and that could be friends, teachers, it could be teacher, teachers, it could be, um, you know, speakers, whatever it is mm-hmm. and go, well, do I want the results that they have or do I want my own results or what do I want it to look like? So that was one thing. And then, um, you know, the one other thing as you were talking, I was reminded and I wanted to say something as we spoke um, about, I think that the importance of women sharing and being in circle and being connected no. You know, it's true. And, it's true. And I don't do that, yeah. but that's been coming up for me over here. Yeah. Um, I was invited to a, a full woman, a full moon women's circle last weekend or something. And I was just like, I looked right down my nose at that. I was like, mm-hmm. like I'm woo in my head, but in actual practice, I'm not woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think that's a great idea to sit with women and actually my therapist who I absolutely adore, awesome. um, in here in Scottsdale for many, many years, she shared with me that for many, many years, she led women's circles. Hmm. And, um, I feel like this is one of the next frontiers for me is to commune with women in circles. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I have I'm, a block. I have a block about it, though. I do. <laughs> well, I, one of the things I was going to say that you're so good at is boundaries. Like yeah. you are the rock star at setting boundaries, like like I'm with trying. finesse and sometimes with like, fuck, yeah, with fuck you energy. But either one, whatever it is, it's like, no, no, no. But like boundaries is your jam, dude. Like, like you got that. You got that in this lifetime for sure. And I would say that sometimes in that work, like, you know, it's called group work. Um, a lot of boundaries have to just like, you gotta, you gotta step in and out of it, if you will. And I would say, um, and I don't, you know, kind of like sharing, like you shared with me about landmark, um, one of the most power, whether I've, I've had, you know, after I did Tony Robbins, I had a Tony Robbins group that was male and female men and women. We met every other week for three or four years. It was, wow. Fantastic. We would teach and remind each other of things. We would. So some of my, some of one of my biggest breakthroughs came from that group. And it wasn't even like, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't having someone facilitate with me, but it's the work of other people. So I did, I created a declaration out of somebody else's stand for their life. And I was like, well, if she can do it, I can do this. And I was like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh," you know, like, holy shit, am I doing this? And I just declared it. And it was like, Oh my God. And I sat down like, how am I going to do that? And, and that happens over and over again, like out of the work of other people, a I'm transformed and I choose to transform myself too. So that's just what's worked for 100%. And also what that just made me feel is, cause I was imagining what it would feel like for me to be in a group and to 
and to give and take and to share and to listen and to hold space, right? Hold space for other people and then for other people to hold space for me. That is a very uncomfortable situation for me. Can and I that share? probably does exactly what I need to do. Probably. Here, here's what I think would, um, I don't want to say should because that's not what I mean. I mean, okay. So like when I went to that retreat last weekend, I've been in those kind of women's circles, you know, cause there are a lot of group things that we're doing. There's individual things like that. Breath work was not like me doing it with a partner or anything. So that was individual, but the sharing of it was group. And I would say if you can create a good connection and a good sense of safety in, in the, in the right ways, I mean, with the mind, not like, you know, like the doors are shut or whatever, but like, you know, and somewhere landmark does a really good job of creating that context. So you feel like you've got a container to express. I mean, look at the things that you've seen people express at landmark kind of thing. If you can find the women, um, whether consciously or unconsciously, you're like, I'm just going to dive into this thing and go over here and see how it, and I'm going to be open. Or if you can choose the women that you, you bring together or you work with to come together, that can help you create that sense of openness. Yeah. I'm open. I, as you're talking now, I'm all of the, um, just the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the fear and the, like the, I'm like, oh, but then this and then this and then this and all the reasons why no, you know what I mean? But so I'm just realizing as I'm talking, that really is something I need to not necessarily jump into a group, but start think, you know, working through like, what, what am I really resisting and what am I afraid of? You know what I mean? For sure. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. I, I think um, I would like put a pin in that and yeah. just kind of say like, okay, yeah, let me look at that because it's something in the mind. It's something in the subconscious. There's a, a space that was needed to create a little boundary or a, yes. a safeness right. for you, whether it's, you know, you had a dear girlfriend in high school that you opened up to and then she shared it or something, or you mm. um, just, you know, see how people are catty with each other, or you just hate gossip or whatever. That... I think I have an idea about what it is. Yeah. I think okay. I do. Yeah. Do you want to share about it now? Or do you... <laughs> you know, I think I, I, well, what came up for me is that I am afraid that I'm going to get sucked into taking care of other people emotionally. And now, just as I said that out loud, I thought of my mother. Yeah. And I remember my dad saying to me one time, like, I think when I was 16 or 17, my mom and I at that point had a really volatile, volatile, difficult relationship. Um, she, at the time, let's say I was 16, she had a one-year-old, right? She had a one-year-old and she had a... Uh, uh, an eight-year-old, right? And then me. And um, so she was going through it, right? Um, but we would just fight, 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 back and forth so bad. And I remember my dad saying to me one time, Joanna, I just need you to be the bigger person in this situation. I just need you. And, and, and I knew at the time that it wasn't right. I, I didn't know, I think, why it wasn't right. I know now how very clearly how that was not right. Um, but I mean, so I'm just, I'm, oh, I think I have this fear of like dealing with these, um, look, I even say it, this, these emotionally 
uh, or, or women who are not capable of, of, of regulating their own nervous system. And I just don't want to fucking touch it. I'm just like, you know what? You, you need to regulate. I'm going to regulate. You regulate. <laughs> and I'm literally right now in this moment realizing all of this, like in a, in a really clear way. Like, I think I knew those pieces. Yeah, it's right here. It's walking yeah. around with you. But, yeah. but like now it's right yeah. here. Now it's right here. Oh, oh yeah. So I think the now fear the is I'll get into one of these groups and all of a sudden you're going to have a couple of really emotionally needy people in the group who are going to suck up everyone's time and like, you know, not know how, you know, and then it's like, but, but then, you know, so, and on and on and on and on. So I, I, I get to look at that. I get to look at that. I mean, you know, I don't want to necessarily keep getting into it right this second, but that's, yeah. that's yeah. But this is an example of how talking with you helps me have like little like breakthroughs, like, you know, just about my own life. But um, is it okay if we if we kind of complete that, that this thought process yeah. right now? And I honor like, what I honor that you got what you're supposed to get out of that. And let's we will, I'm sure, have other times to talk about. Yeah. It if, if no, but yeah. thank you, by the way, that that I think that's important for me to, to really see. Um, but I am excited. I wanted to kind of also show the juxtaposition of you back to you with how you had this this experience at this retreat um, in Big Sur. And then we're talking right now on this weekend. And then next weekend, you're going to like an electronic dance festival. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Lightning in a bottle, right? Yeah, lightning in a bottle. Yeah. So tell me, tell me, tell me, I want to hear lightning in a bottle. Like, how many years have you gone? What you like about it? What you're looking forward to? Like, oh, so young, <laughs> staring about it. I just, oh, it just lights. You know, um, I'll just share a little insight into something that I I don't remember very much of, but um, I had a dear group of girlfriends, and I will share about lightning and bottle. But what you just shared reminded me of this. I had a dear group of girlfriends in junior high school before I moved across the country and we were just tighten it, tighten it, tighten it. And they used to call me JPW, Jolly Polly Wally. <laughs> <laughs> that was their name for me, JPW. It's because I, I just loved play and fun mm -hmm. and like, don't take it so serious or something, you know, like I can remember in college, um, being the person that would like pull my friends out of like doing their homework. I'm like, but let's go this, let come on, let's go, you know? And it's just, you know, yeah, there's work to be done. I would get my homework done and whatnot, but I'm like, okay, let's, let's go. And so lightning in a bottle feels like I get to go and hang out with all of those people that get me. You know? <laughs> They're like, Hey, yeah, life is going on, but let's come here and bring all of our toys and goodies and whatever lights us up and kind of like landmark, like come out, but not, you know, landmark is very heady. You know, it's very um, talk, talk, talk. And I would say, there's a lot of permission at lightning in a bottle. This, this context they create for all kinds of beautiful self-expression of art, of consciousness, of meditation, of yoga, of, you know, music and, and dance and the clothing, you know, people dress like everything, you know, and 
it makes me happy for, for, to, to watch that, to get to interact with that. And it's sort of like you go through the gateway at lightning in a bottle and you can not be who society, you know, society's like, okay, this is who you are. And this is all, and there's people that come in both ways. Like they already come in self-expressed. So they just walk in like, this is all of me. And I love them, you know, cause they can go out and be in the world, but it's like, you get this permission, you go through the gate and it's like, Hey, playtime, you know, mm-hmm. come out with your friends, get your roller skates on, put your face paint on, whatever, <laughs> you know, so. And oh, I'm so jealous. I mean, oh. to have, how many days are you going? We, I usually go Thursday and come home Sunday. So it's, yeah, it, it's, it's the, the whole experience is Friday, sorry, excuse me, Wednesday through Monday. Okay. And I go Thursday through Sunday. Okay. And, and I just love that you, your, your kind of overarching theme of this is play, right. And, and that you get to just try on the, the playful like side where of you that doesn't have to think about deadlines or budgets or whatever, all the yes, things, right. Like, like the, the have tos, the shoulds, the, you know, I mean the, the, sexuality of it, the, the expression of it, the, um, freedom of wear what you want, sleep with who you want, be where you want to go, whatever you want to do. I'm so irritated. I'm not going, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, no, you and I have talked about this multiple times this spring. Um, because of course you're so amazing and been inviting us to go and reminding and inviting again and inviting again. But this particular year for multiple different reasons, it just is not going to work out. But, um, we're, we're going to, you know, just plan that next year it will be the first annual for, um, our household to, to join for sure. But, um, I am so excited for you because I mean, this, this is the type of thing that I want to, it's the same as, um, you know, do, do it's part of doing the work, right? You're still doing the work of practicing being in an environment and being around other people who are also practicing not being in on a treadmill in a story, right? You get four days of being off the treadmill, out of your story, in play, totally joyful, all about connection and expression. Hells, hells yeah. Yeah. And that's what works for me. Like that, like that is like ecstatic. You know, it's, it makes me ecstatic just thinking about it. And yeah, there's some people who are like, oh, whatever, whatever. Okay. It's my jam. You know, people well, have you different people, things. you know, are, are looking down on it. People, you know, and no, I just, you know, it's like some people would want to run a marathon and some people would say, I'd never run a marathon, that kind of thing. I'm not saying anybody, I, I don't think I have anybody in my life that would be like, you're going to that. Like, right. they just wouldn't be in my life. <laughs> they just, you know. And so how many my years friend, you- like. I'm around people who accept me for me and like I've chosen that. Right. Right. And how many years have you gone? I think it was 2016 or 15. So you started six or seven times, something like that. It hasn't happened the last two years, but yeah. So they canceled it the last two years. Yeah. With COVID. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all right. We're all excited to get back in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. And you're doing Burning Man this year. Well, we've, we're on the list for tickets. Um, but that's really all that's happened so far. Um, Mm -hmm. that might also be something that we plan a little more thoroughly and hit for next year. Um, 
Um, you know, last year was a heavy, heavy travel year. This year seems to be a little bit more grounding um, with some personal projects and also grounding and, 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 and connecting in, in, with family in ways that need to happen. Um, and so I'm kind of just trying to honor that what, what, and really allowing myself to stay in one place and stay grounded and like, you know, be in that mode because I was the opposite of that mode last year. We were going anywhere and everywhere. You know, last year we did, we went to Costa Rica twice and, um, you know, we, we, um, went to an ayahuasca retreat last summer. Um, we, um, went to multiple plays in, in Mexico. So it was a lot of different things. And this year it was like really about, there are some things we want to dig into mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, so this is just year. I'm just kind of just trying to honor what what's kind of showing up in that way right now. For sure. For that. Yeah, and I, you know, and if this were at a different time of year, you'd probably be like, oh, I'm all over it. But it's timing, you know, as it's yeah. not meant to be the cycle that you're in right now in life. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's not that doesn't fit in my my current cycle. That's okay. Right, right. But I'm excited for you. Oh, and you. um, I have I should check. <laughs> I have a. I have my little stash over here of all the things that I've pre-ordered for lightning in a bottle. So this is one of them. These are my little glitter pods. Oh my God. What do you do with the glitter pod? I don't know yet, but I just was like, I, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I've got it in all kinds of colors. I'm like, so okay. wait, wait, you put it, you do you like squeeze it on your body or something? Oh yeah. It's body glitter. It's full on oh, body, it's body glitter. glitter. And this is the kind, and I got this one because of this. Wait, I haven't used the purple yet. I did the clear. Let's see what happens here. You're so funny. Oh, little okay, are you bringing? Are you bringing your motor home? I'm bringing the fun bus. Yeah, she's outside. Bus. She needs to get clean. She's a little dirty, which she's going to get even more dirty next weekend. But uh, and who are you going with? Um. So my friend Jill, who did the retreat. Oh, she's going. Yep. Who's newly out of divorce, which is fabulous time if you ask me to go to Lightning in a Bottle. <laughs> that was kind of like shortly after my divorce that I that I went Lightning in a Bottle. My friend Ariel and Nissa, who are part of one of my women's circles, so I've been, you know, intimately getting to know them, and we do work together. Gosh, we started this nine years ago. So wow, your women's yeah. circle? Yeah, this particular women's circle. We we stopped meeting regularly, um, which is why I created another women's circle in the last year. But I still have them as close friends, and like the retreat, three of us were there out of our five. So yeah, so I get wow. to. Yeah, that's good. Wow. Mm -hmm. And how, just just back to this women's group thing. <laughs> how often are you meeting? How often are you getting together? So the new women's circle that I created last summer, almost a year now, um, we meet every other Sunday for four hours, three hours, one to four. So three hours. And the work we're doing right now since how many chakras are there? Seven? Yeah. Seven chakras. Okay. Yeah. So we've been working on the seven chakras. So this Sunday is the seventh chakra. So we've just been working our way up. So ding, the highest one, the crown chakra this um, Sunday, and then we'll do other things, you know, but um, one of the women that I invited into it is master teacher. She's just amazing facilitator. And she was honored to come in and, you know, like, 
be in the, the space to practice her work. Cause she was sort of, you know, with COVID, you know, things, you know, were quiet and everybody was kind of not hermiting, but just, mm-hmm. you know, we couldn't interact as much and stuff. So when we created the women's circle and I invited her just um, thinking she'd be great at the, 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 the calling that the women who I first organized it with had was like, we, we tried to kind of self-facilitated like, Oh, and then the conversations were just sort of weave and it was right. like, not really getting there, you know, we're not getting, you know, and it's great to have little exercises or prompts or an activity or a question, um, whatever that looks like to, to do the work. And so she brought that and it's been wonderful. She's teaching us that she's a PhD in freaking metaphysics. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. I need to learn some of what, you know? Yeah. So she creates some framework or some framework of, of somewhat of a curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she started leading women's. So she was part of a goddess circle that started 35 years ago. So her and like six women or or six of them total, they still know each other today. They still get together, not like in person and stuff that, but you get around these women. I've gotten, I've been in the room with like three of the six at the same time. And they're just like, like, you know, there's a freaking bond. I'm like, right. So they started in Santa Barbara 35 years ago. All of them called, didn't, I don't think, I don't know how they knew each other or lightly knew of each other. And they said they were all called to do the work of the goddess Mm-mm. to, yes, to, to sort of transform feminine energy and bring it into the, and I was oh like, my God. what the, this, yeah. And yeah. And so as I learned about them and that work, I was like, part of what I've been manifesting in the last two years is the transference of feminine wisdom up and down from generation, you know, yes. like, like I just got a, I got a clear download, like there's so much wisdom and I don't just mean in my community, but in the world, there's yes. so much feminine wisdom of, you yeah. know, and, and I'm not excluding masculine wisdom, but I'm just it's saying, okay. We can for a little that, bit. It's in right. that line of feminine wisdom. I'm like transferring it down and like, just, and, and back up. It's not just one direction. That's what I was going to say is I'm, I'm finding it both ways. These intergenerational friendships. With people where you, you are friendship friends with people who are younger than you and older than you. And and it goes like this. So, but back to this woman, Polly. So she is, is part of your group as a participant or is she specifically in the group to lead it? More so to lead it, but she sees herself like, she's not like on a pedestal or anything like that. She just has uh, gifts and she's honored to share as a facilitation. Um, I mean, she creates, she creates, um, guided meditations for us every week that we can listen to as part of, I mean, yeah, she's just amazing. And, and this is all volunteer. Yes. I mean, like, yeah, draw, drop, like mic drop. What? Okay. Yeah. Come do that for us, please. I mean, Joe, this is how like life shows up for me. It's like, Hey, Linda, do you want to be a part of this group? And would you, she's like, yeah, I would love to. I'm like, Oh, so that's good. amazing. So good. That's amazing. Yeah, she's wow. amazing. She taught. Um, so at the line when Landmark was early day, or I know, I think it was started like what, in the 60s or 70s, whatever. She was like early days, 80s, traveling around the world and like a, a another tier of Landmark. So like, I think she did some of the early Est work and then created her own. And she used to facilitate around the world in Peru and Europe. And I'm like, Yes. She walked across the United States twice barefoot with no money and nothing in her hand. Like, 
as in like in her early 20s, like 20 years old, doing like she would sit and meditate for hours. You know, she had walked with many teachers and like it's great. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And how did you meet her? Um, how did I, how did I first meet her? I know who she knows that I know that I think introduced us, but I don't remember exactly. So a dear friend of mine that I know she's, she's in that woman's 35 knowing I know this woman who is a good friend of hers because they were in that women's circle. And so just having met her through, through her, do you see my purple glitter as I, as I move? Uh, Oh no, because I'm having my glasses on. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm like, as I'm talking, it's like my purple glitter is moving. I might need to put some on my face by the end of the day. So, so that, <laughs> you should, that, yeah. that, that is amazing. I, if I knew the, a woman's circle could have somebody like that in it leading it, I would go. Okay. Then just say that. Yeah. Just say that's what I'd like. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'd like. That's what yeah. I'd like. And you shall have it. Okay. I want to um, touch base on, I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to talk about it with you. We haven't, I don't think we have really talked about this, you and I, but you mentioned like being divorced and like going to LIB and, and that's a fun time to go to LIB and, um, and you know, you went shortly after you got a divorce and, um, and we're both divorced and we're both 50. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, right. I, I mean, I, I just kind of want to open up a discussion about like, you know, it is fabulous. It is amazing. And, um, and I, I want to give, I want to, this is one of the things I would like to, to be is an example of how it can look, right? How life can look. Um, um, when you thought it was going to look a completely different way. I mean, um, and, you know, looking out into the abyss of the rest of our life and not, you know, being married, you know, and, um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, you, I don't think you and I have ever really talked about our divorces and, and kind mm -hmm. of like, what that feels like to be somebody in their mid to late forties getting a divorce and then how, and then, you know, what that kind of feels like as you look out into the future. You know, there's some things in my life that are just so easy and clear and other things not, not so. And that's just so easy and clear for me. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, like, <laughs> like it came, it went, okay. You know, and <laughs> like I was, I was thinking about this morning and I was like, I wonder what we're going to talk about. And I was so clear oh these next 20 years, Joe are like, like, I just feel myself. And I say this not with like masculine energy, but like passionate feminine energy, like crushing it. Like yeah. I can't wait for the next 20 years. Like, like so many learn that, learn that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do him. Don't do that. Whatever. <laughs> all that stuff. It's like, okay, I'm more clear now. And like, I have independence and, and it's like, mm -hmm. so, yeah. but, but I just want to underscore what you just said, because it was so good. You said about being, it came and it went, I'm clear. It came, it, it went, I'm good. It's like, yeah. for me, I am, I feel that way now. And you know, you know, those things where those decisions, I'm not saying that it was this way for you. It was this way for me, but you know, decisions in life where you stress so much about them because they're a big decision. 
and you worry and you fret and you ruminate and you go round and round and round, maybe for years in my case, about this decision. You know, is do I stay in the marriage? Is the marriage done? You know, what da 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 da. And then the second you get on the other side of it, the second you make the decision, the decision is in the is in the is in the rear view. I mean, literally the day, the day the decision is behind you, you're like, oh, oh my god, like the hardest exact part of same that whole thing was yeah. what exact same experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can remember talking to my coach about divorce and I was trying to pick up cause he wasn't like, you should get divorced. Cause you know, like, that's not what they say. But I, I was know. like, what is he saying? You know, I'm trying to like figure out, is he saying I should or I should? Just tell me what to do. <laughs> because I was so, um, you know, so much cultural baggage, so much inherited conversation about. So what, 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 what was that saying to you? What was that saying to you? Oh God! Well, the programming. What was the programming saying? Yeah, you promised all this, and what will people think? And you know, um, you know, you should be working on this instead of giving up, and whatever, you know, and probably thirty other things that, like you said, for months. You know, I remember um, my ex and I. We had a clear path because you know there was years of mismanaging the relationship and. You know, I, one of the things I say is I, a little bit, um, with kid gloves, hold the compassionate younger self in me and say, you married his potential, honey. You didn't mm. marry the man that you're with. You mm. married his potential because he spoke some things that were, you know, speaking to my heart, like the work he wanted to do around animals and changing the world and helping, helping. And I was like, oh, I would support that. Get after that. And I would support it the next month and the next month and the next year. And it just wasn't. And I was like okay, let me take some of these like glasses off and whatnot. And I did. And um, so this, so we're at this point where I remember in January, we had sort of like a coming together and going, okay, we are going to work on our relationship this next six months. And we are either going to be together or we're going to be divorced in six months. I hope it's okay that I tell this whole story. Um, so yeah. I mean, January to June, like, I don't kind of like a June them. one. So I don't remember when it happened, but I, this is before I'd ever been to Tony Robbins, right? I had ever done anything. Somehow in the middle of that, Tony Robbins, something came up and I was like, I'm going to that. Let's do it. I forget. We So in April, we go to Tony Robbins, do an amazing, still today, this day, one of my very, it's called the Dickens process. One of the most transformative. I put myself into that process <laughs> over and over again because I love it so much. And I put it into my eating disorder program because I love the, the work that it does. So we go there and it was like so clear, like dark, clear, like, like, oh God. I should not be in this relation. I should not, I should not, I, I am not meant to be in this relationship. I am not going to do this for the next five years with him. No hell, no way. Um, and then the fucking shame and grief of like, I have to tell him, you yeah. know, like, yeah. and I did. And so that night we're at Tony Robbins, you know, we're together for three or four days, all this stuff. And I, you know, you can't walk around with that decision for very long. No. It, 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 you can't like once no. you know it's like oh we'll just go for four more months of like I know and I have to say it you can't so that night I did well we reconciled and said well let's give it I think another 30 days let's and I was you like did. what am I doing what am I doing <laughs> and we tried and it was like so clear so clear like no but but I but the decision had been made and so it was easy as those 30 days it was like more space more not more clarity 
no, oh hell no. And so, yeah, 30 days, I was like, I'm on a plane to Fiji because I chose to do Tony's extended stuff. I'm on a plane to Fiji. He's moving out. There we go. You know, so there's and more. So, and so for you, it was all just like more of a freedom, feeling of freedom and expansion and, and um, empowerment is what I'm hearing. Not in the beginning. <laughs> so tell me, tell me what it was like. Oh, oh, six months. The first six. So... We separated in, I think it was like mid-May or something like that. And, you know, he had offered to start the divorce process. And I was like, let's just, let's just do it. You know, like this will be fat. You know, like I'm very clear. We're both hurting, you know, whatnot. But I didn't know what post-divorce was going to look like or whatever. But I was like, oh, you just sort of sign some papers and it'll be done. Right. Well, he dragged his heels kind of like he did in life and in our relationship. And that just drug on. And I'm like, are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? Because I wanted like, like, let's, let's have some finality here. So I don't know. It was like come October or whatever. Nothing had been done. So I filed. I was like, okay, well, let's just get this started. And that started. And it wasn't until December. And I don't remember exactly what else. Oh, no. Even it was around Thanksgiving. So it was in November. I can remember, like, I think that week of Thanksgiving, sitting at home one night, because there was just a lot of sadness, kind of like my life was on pause until the divorce or whatnot, or I gave myself permission to be happy again, because you kind of fall back and forth into the grieving and what could have been, and did I make the wrong choice? You know, a lot of mm. flip-flops and, and what ifs or what happened and, you know, that sort of self-exploration of what, what, what that was about. And... Then one night I had like a binge watching of romantic, you know, cheesy comedies or something, cried so good, like cried, mm -hmm. cried, cried, and just was like, whatever. And the next day I was like, oh, I'm good. Where's the men? <laughs> and then it was on. And then I was like, okay, I'm back. Like, let's play, you know? So that's, that's kind of how it went. So, do you, do you see yourself getting married again? No, I don't see any need for that. You know, it, it's more like I like to say it as just contract now. And that's kind of how it's seen in California. You know, the marriage and culture has other connotations, but being married to me is just a contract. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have any need for that. Yeah, it, it's a really interesting concept, this whole idea of a contract, that marriage is a contract, like legitimately a, a contract that you're, agreeing to all these sets of rules and regulations based on the state law in which you get married that exactly. nobody reads the contract yeah nobody ever reads the contract they right. just think they're they just think they're agreeing to be with this person and that they're legally together and then you sign this thing but you're actually signing this contract of all of yeah. this these rules and regulations as that are part of the law and um and you're taking on someone else's, you're taking on their good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> and all the unknown. Yeah. Legally. In, inside the context, like you said, of the document or body of documents that created the law in your state. Like, right. Like, who's, who's to say? Like, who's yeah. to say, you know? And when I went into our marriage, I didn't do the traditional I do, I do kind of 
ceremony. You know, I did it with a native ceremony or I made, I actually like worked with a shaman and we made it up and it was a, inspired by the four directions, you know, it was bringing together the four directions. So there was no, I do, I do. Um, but yet how, like right after that moment you go and sign the marriage license or whatever. I was like, Oh shit. Well, didn't find out until the divorce started happening. Oh, what am I bound to? You That's might right. Say. Like, yeah, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, I just listened this to is some women's wisdom. We need to pass down. I know. So <laughs> I listened to, I listened to a podcast, um, a couple, a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I told you about this. Um, the podcast is called, um, girls got to eat. And they did this episode, um, with the number one divorce attorney, I think out of Los Angeles, it's a woman. And, um, but she does a lot of education around prenuptial agreements, because if you have a prenuptial agreement, um, that would supersede the law in your state. So in other right. words, you can look at the law in your state and say what happens when you're married and decide, uh, I'm okay with half of those, but I'm not okay with the other half. So I'm going to just create a document that defines, um, you know, what our contract is, right? So a prenuptial agreement is a contract between two people that would supersede the state laws. As long as you're not, as long as you're not, breaking any laws. Right. right but, um, anyway, it was so educational for me just with the idea that when you get married, you sign this contract that nobody ever reads and that you're agreeing to like a whole list of hundreds of things that you have no idea what you're agreeing to. And just like what you said, you don't even think about those things until you start the divorce process. Then you're like, Oh my God. Um, you know, so so this idea of, you know, being married at this point, um, it, it really is a contract, right? And it's like, if you want the benefits, because there are benefits in the marriage contract, yeah. right? Sure. The ability for somebody to be with you in a hospital room or, um, I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of other yeah. benefits, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't know what they are. <laughs> anyway. Right. No, no, totally. totally. There, there's, there's benefits to having in that contract but you can create your own contract and it, it can be completely outside of the government outside of anything. And you guys can just come have, if, if, if you wanted a long-term partnership that had some benefits, right. Um, some legal advantages with, with maybe health insurance or life insurance or, um, um, power of attorney or, or, um, again, hospital, uh, uh what do they call that? Uh, or healthcare, healthcare directives and things like yes. that. Um, yes. or if you guys had kids, you know, custody or things like this, um, or Absolutely. animals, I mean, it's good to have those things, um, in contract form. I think if you're going to have a long-term relationship, otherwise the government takes care of it for you. I mean, yeah. I don't know in California, if there's such a thing called common law marriage, is that in California? Um, I, you know, I haven't looked at it in a while. I, I think so. I, I, I think I there is. So it's like, about. even if you live with somebody for a certain amount of time in certain States, it starts to, it starts yeah. to all of a sudden become a it legal contract. It's contract. It's crazy. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah, my experience too was, was, um, with, with being married. I, I mean, I really for sure thought that was my forever till the day I die. Like I, I, you know, I was, there was no, I saw no future that did not, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think for, for a long time, I struggled with how to not be miserable 
how to not be miserable mm-hmm. inside of something that I thought was forever. Yeah. Can you, you know, imagine and, and living your life that way, trying to figure out how not to be miserable in your forever? No, Joanna, there, I mean, just think of the women that are immersed in the paradigm of the 50s in a 40 to 50 year, 30, 40, 50 year relationship based on a paradigm that they inherited 50 years ago. And you're right, like the decay of the soul, the the disease that gets created in the body from that struggle, that that day-to-day friction of I'm not living a life of any amount of, you know, like maybe there's pockets of pleasure or they numb or they shop to feel better or whatever. But no, that's not what your podcast is about. That's not what we're about. No. And I think about like, I am so in love with my boyfriend. Like I am so completely like in with this relationship. But I say to myself, why would do people get married? Do they get, do they, you get married? So you feel like you're secure that somebody will stay with you because you're married or that somebody would take care of you if you were sick, if they would do that, if you were married or that, like, I, I tried to go through the checklist of things. I mean, obviously there are some positive things like we just talked about. First of all, financial security or, um, you know, certain privileges with, with custody or healthcare or, you know, all, there are some things, but it's like, if I have to have a contract with somebody so that I feel that we're going to stay together, um, or that's, yeah, no, thank you. Like I, I, it's like, I, you know, I was taught this concept, um, by, I don't know if I think I've mentioned to you this woman named Jessa Reed, who has a podcast um, that I've been kind of obsessed with for the last three years. She had one of her podcasts, she talks about love. She kind of like has this whole, you know, hour or two hours about love. And she, um, I learned about this concept from her called open-handed love. Mm. It's, you know, you've, I'm sure you've heard this described in a bunch of different ways, but for me, the way she described it, it was like a big, huge aha moment for me. This was at the, this was just as I was getting a divorce this idea of open-handed love that you, that if you love someone, you, you just, you, you, instead of holding on to them, right. Instead of like squeezing and holding that you hold this, this amazing person and this love and this essence in an open-handed fashion and you can admire it and encourage it and support it and love it and do all the things with the open hand and, and allow it to be what it wants to be. Right. Yeah. And that that is really, um, I mean, it's kind of the, the old saying about what, if you love something, set it free or, you know, if, and if it comes, I mean, it's kind of all in the same thing, but I just love this, this visual of holding the love in the open hand and, and, and allowing it to just be in your life. And then, yeah, creating, um, if, if contracts need to happen around certain things in life in order to gain certain benefits, I can see that for sure. And of course, mm-hmm. in any relationship, I mean, you and I are in relationship, relationship specifically means that it's with another person. So it's like that person is going to have their own ideas of what they want and, and 
what's going to make them feel empowered or secure or whatever. So it's like, you also have to, it's a negotiation, right? I mean, it's like, I'm 50 divorced, been there, done that. And I'm like you say, super clear. But then when, who, depending on who we're in relationship with, yeah. How, how have you found that? What's coming up for you when I bring that well, stuff up? I would say the relationship I'm in now, which is the first one following my divorce. Well, is um, it really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. First commit, you know, put back into relationship. Like, oh, I don't want to see anybody else kind of uh, relationship for the last five and a half years. Um, yeah, we don't have plans to get married. We don't see the need for it. Um, we we talked, you know, actually we were just talking about, you know, building into our trusts, um, ways to take care of each other, you know, like, like we're having those conversations, like you would a married person or, you know, um, you know, your kids get these benefits and I would get these benefits or, you know, so we, we have those conversations like we're the same kind of partnership. I think, you know, one of the things I think is so beautiful is in that women's wisdom is, I've had the ability to see, and you see so many paradigms that people live in of relationship that are outside the white bread, um, Catholic kind of paradigm that there was this one little um, video that went across Facebook or something like that. And it was like these, um, I'll call them gay couples, men and men, women and women with their kids. And they were like sharing love with their kids. And then like they'd kiss and they'd blow a kiss. And then the next video would be like the people from the next video caught the kiss and they were, you know, two gay guys kissing on their little baby and stuff like that. And they tell us the next one. It's like, and that's what relationship looks like in their world, just because we don't see that on TV every day or in mm -hmm. the news or whatever. It's not around us all the time. It's there and it's happening. And, you know, I can remember meeting a woman um, probably in her seventies, like, 10 years ago. And she's like, yeah, my husband and I, we have our separate houses. And I was like, what, what do you mean? Tell me about that. What does that mean? You know? And the more I've seen it and heard it, the more I look for it. So the more I see it, you know, and right. you know, my partner, we don't live in the same house, but we have a you know great relationship and we're, mm -hmm. it's like, it actually, you know, and it's flexible and it's changed. We have at times lived together and now we live apart and, but we're not apart in our relationship, we're not seeing other people. It's just mm -hmm. physically like, I like this little space and, Oh, I like this little space. You know? Yeah. And so I think the more we give ourselves our own permission to discover what is true for us in all areas, not just a relationship, but it's just unpacking the mm -hmm. inherited stuff that aren't, isn't ours to carry. Right. Know? Unpacking mm -hmm. it. Yeah. The programming, what, so what, what, yeah, what has been t taught to me uh, that I should be involved in, that I should be following, that I should be doing compared mm -hmm. to making it all up. Do you remember that just reminded me about a book, the art of possibility. Do you remember that book, the art of possibility? You know, I remember reading it, but I, you'd have to talk a little bit more about it. It, it like what it was about kind of blends well, with no I remember reading this book and it was after Landmark. So it was probably, mm. I don't know, five to 10 years after Landmark Forum. And I read this book and I was like, this feels like Landmark stuff. I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you can always smell it. You're like. Yeah. I'm like. Mm. Landmark. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and it was this really clever book. It to, to, to this day, it is one of my favorite books of all time. 
The Art of Possibility. Okay, so, so, so good. But I remember one of the chapters is, it's all made up. It's all made up. Like, it's all made up. Totally. It's all made up. So much. That complies to so much. It's all made up. And therefore, make it up. Please. Dear God, people. Yeah, right? make it up the way you make yeah. it up the way you want, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. The, I mean, the only real problem with that is like not everybody in the world knows that. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah, it's all made up and I can make it up, but everyone else I'm around, but you know, it's yeah. like and I, I, I shine the light on myself where I fall into it too. I yeah. forget I'm, I'm caught in my own story, you know, and it's yeah. the, ah, okay, wait, let me come out of that. You know, I'm dipped down into my old story. I've dipped down into struggle. I've dipped down into what ought to be or, you know, who I think I am or whatever. And I was like, Oh, oops, wait, you know, mm-hmm. and catching it, catching it, man. Catch it. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Catching yourself go into that. So it's like these little mini waking up and falling asleep, right? Like I'm awake. I'm asleep. I'm awake. I'm asleep. Oh shit. I was asleep for a long fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like this, like this. And like, how can, why can't I remember to, why can't I remember to stay awake? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because we have five senses and this life is so engrossing. It's beautifully captivating to us as a soul you know we 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 designed we consciously you know we designed this and this apparatus whatever to give us the opportunity to tactile to visual to sense and smell and emote and stuff and it's by design so that we interact with this Mm. goo or dream or whatever you want to call this you know and so you know you you are prone to being engulfed in it because it's like, you know, you're in the the matrix, you're in the program or whatever, and you're helping all of consciousness, aren't we? You know, with the things that we come interact with, we go, Oh, don't want that. Want this, you know, that type of thing. I'm, I'm moved to share something that I've been muddling on uh, recently, if I can. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this is a segue for it is that is, um, you know, for many years, I have had the paradigm of, you know, as someone and maybe like you, who's sought a lot of growth, you know, like yeah. we, we seek out programs and books and teachers and podcasts and whatever therapy and stuff like that, like growth, growth, growth. And I, <laughs> right. And I've talked to some of my, my clients when I was doing a lot of coaching about, well, you know, life is a classroom and we're all students here, you know, and people are in different grades and we're all just learning different things. And so I was going through this program of like growth, 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 which I love. I mean, I still, you know, I'm going to LIB partly for the fun, but like, I know there'll be like pops and wows and things that will grow me as well. And doing the retreat last weekend, but I started, um, I think I was on a a run or a walk the other day and, and it started to like crack open to, and I remember Abraham has this beautiful three line um, quote that I probably couldn't put my finger on very quickly. And maybe I'll send it to you or something for your show notes or something, but it's like, yeah, you know, life is the, whatever. And, and I can remember part of the lines, like I would highlight when I would write this little notes to myself and I would say joy, growth, and like freedom. Right. But I would get out of order of which one is which. And I, like, I just explained the story of like, Oh, growth was really how I saw life and what I've been Unwinding in that is the mm. other part of it, the joy that mm. Abraham talks about. 
And I'm like, wait, no, I think the way Abraham says it is the, the, like why we're here, let's call it the purpose is the joy. And like one of the outcomes is growth, like, like growth is natural. And what that means to me, Joe, lately is a little bit of what I was sharing in the beginning about, you know, I thought I was, I thought I was supposed to be over here. And it's like, oh no, I'm like this because when my life was about growth, the lanes were divided and I was trying to get over and I had to grow in order to get over here to be in joy. Like joy was happening over here and I was in growth, growth, growth. So I could get over here, learning a lot of learning. And then when I merged these two, what I got was, as we were talking about in the beginning is, no, let's remember like the purpose or what, what we really as souls in this experience want is the joy of the moment of the struggle of the loss of the grief of the celebration of the love of the, you know, inspiration of all the things like that's why we're here. I think now what I'm getting is as a 50 year old woman, like discovering more layers of herself is the growth is me unpacking what keeps me from that. Oh, you know, me letting go of what's in the way of the joy, me um, remembering that something from a long ago, like you said, you know, like you remember that time when your dad told you, Joe, you need to be like this. And that stayed with you. And that sort of hindered your, your, your joy that, that made you be a certain way, or that taught you something about how to go about in the world. Where if that wasn't present, meaning like if the growth was, I need to let it go. I need to surrender to what, who I really am. The joy can actually be Mm -hmm. there, can exist, Mm -hmm. can grow, can expand, can be felt by me as the human. And I'm like more committed now to growth as a means of experiencing more joy, you know, to to, to not growth as the outcome, not growth as like the perpetuation, but instead growth is me letting go of shedding, um, unpacking, pulling away the layers of the things that are my true nature, are my joy jam, you know, like, like what's joyous in my life, what I love. And it's those little scars, those little memories, those things I picked up along the way that are on top of it, like little crystals or, or encrusted joy. And I'm taking those off and going, Oh no, that's, that's not supposed to be with me the rest of my life, you know? And like the joy is giving more space to it and remembering that as as the purpose is the joy in the moment that I take with me and I go into life. And so when I bump up against a growth opportunity, fucking, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's grow. Let's, let's shed. Like you said, like, how can I remember to stay awake? Those types of things. Cause I really want to feel joy, right? I really want to be expressed. And so that's what, what's I'm starting to be in the phase of, of this life is not growth. Like I'm not, I don't know enough, you know, or I need to learn something, but I almost need to unlearn something I picked up along the way. Yes. Yes. The unlearning, the unlearning, but also I'm really feeling into this joy. And also like, are you also saying, or is part of what you're saying that the joy is can't or can the joy can be the path to growth. Is that what, Mm -hmm. is that part of what you're saying? Well, I'm saying like joy is, it's not the destination because some people say, oh, you have to grow in order to feel good and be happy or joy or something, but it's more, it's always there. And the growth is recognizing when I'm not in it or when I step out of it or what I'm doing uh-huh. or what I'm thinking or the, the joy story is I've always caught, there. I've caught. Yeah. So but you're tapping into the like, joy. Like a little tiny example of this, little tiny, and there's many I'm sure that you can share as well, is 
So I have someone who's doing a little project at a house for me. And um, the person was supposed to do X, Y, Z today, right? And one of the things involved bringing a dump truck <laughs> to this particular house. I know this is rudimentary, but follow me here. And I get a text this morning. Um, the, the dump truck isn't working, so I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and we're going to have to come back on Monday. And in that moment, I got caught in life should be. This this isn't supposed to happen. Damn dump truck, whatever. Like, and I caught it because I was in a, a beautiful moment. I was holding on to my joy coming up right at first thing in the morning. And I said, nope, not going to let you sit on my joy. <laughs> and I was like, it like bounced off. It was like, blink, okay, you know, fine. Monday's fine, you know, Monday's fine. And so that's kind of like a little example of, you know, the trigger happened. I recognized and I said, no, what's most important? What do I want in this moment? I want to stay in my joy. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of who's this contractor? Why is this dump truck? No, no, no. Can't he find one other one? Whatever. But right, right. What you just said right there, you don't want to go down this road da, 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 because what it really is, right? It's a distraction, right? It's the trigger that triggers a distraction away from the joy. What you're saying, the joy is always there. A trigger, a tr triggers happen to us all day long, like the arrows, right? And it, it just pops you right off your game and distracts us yeah. from staying in that yeah. In in what the natural state is of should be awe and joy, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah, love, whatever you want to call it, like whatever that yummy word is for yeah. people, joy. Just yummy giving permission to owning my joy. Like wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to. I want to go out into the world with a happy heart today, and yeah, your dump truck isn't going to you know take out my joyous day, my heartfelt day. You're, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get me off my mark. You're not gonna yeah. Yeah, no, that was a little, that was a smaller example, wow. you know, and I'm sure there's bigger, bigger meteors that can hit my joy <laughs> or, yeah, you know, like, sure. you know, so. but it's all what that kind of makes me think too of is, you know, how this idea of uh, abundance of mm -hmm. how uh, it's been taught to me or explained to me or the way I have understand abundance to be is that this never ending river flowing of, of, of abundance. It's always flowing. That's always flowing. And all yeah. we have to do is dip into it. It's always there. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of what it feels like what you're saying about joy is that there's always the, 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 the natural state of things is joy and awe and, yeah. and appreciation of the, of the present moment. It is always there for us to access. We're always, we always have direct and instantaneous access to the joy, yeah. but yeah. We let, but we're just like, it's like, what's the game? What's the game with the balls? Ping pong ball? Ping ball. Pinball. Pinball. You know, you, th you, you pull the ball and it, bing, bing, right. bing, 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 bing. <laughs> it is bing, 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 bing. And you're like, and you're just, mar you're just, you're just triggered. We're just triggered all day long. Little micro triggers, right? Little <laughs> micro triggers. But all we're doing is reacting. And what did that mean? And oh, what is how do I feel about myself and how do I feel about them? And am I happy? Does anyone, you know, and then we're just like off on this, the, hitting against first all the bumpers. Yeah. First world problems, dude, you know, yeah. as a, opposed to just staying in that undercurrent of joy and abundance and awe and just yeah. because it is right. So is the answer is what you're saying, Polly, is the answer to all of this is to take microdose of mushrooms every day. Is that the answer? Uh, thank you for summing it up. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's the message I'm getting from you. Uh, okay, is to take yeah, mushrooms clearly, every I, day. Let me just get to the real point. <laughs> totally. For sure. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah. wouldn't that be amazing if, if, if there was, I mean, that's the whole thing is we can, pre- we can pretend there is a button, right? We can pretend there is a pill. We can pretend there is a dropper. It's all made up anyway. It's all made up. Yeah. Yeah. I should like, just put a little dropper of nothingness on my tongue every day and go, I'm microdosing. <laughs> it's, that's because 60, 80% of that is placebo anyway. So yeah. yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Just take out your little aired bottle and just have a way. <laughs> God damn it, you know. Right. And one thing, one thing I'm getting as we're talking that's louder for me that I just want to share is when I think about the um, let's call them the joy warriors of the world who have walked and still walk this planet of like the commitment to truth, their truth, their their joy, their like what what lights them up. Like I love Oprah, or you know, like a um, Oh my gosh, what's the teacher in um, Nepal? Uh, blah, blah, blah. In Nepal? Oh, no, no, no. He, well, he was extricated from, you know, he's his home is in Nepal, but he, anyway. The Dalai you know, Lama? Like, yes, yes, the Dalai Lama. Why can't I come up with that word? But like these people that I think the more you you get better at the bouncing off and not being like sucked in and sucked in, you know, it's like it gets bigger and it gets more momentum. It's like, like it fills up more space in you. And so um, it's like little things, they just, yeah. Yeah. Like, like you can, you can handle bigger problems, let's say, you know, because the people I see that are more balanced, grounded well within themselves, they can like bigger problems they can take on because like, like I got this. Got this. Yes. And this is also making me think of the, the, um, the book that you recommended to me. The Untethered Soul. Yeah. The Untethered Soul. Exactly. I'm going to say it more clearly. The Untethered Soul. Yes. Because it's like, what's the distinction of the book? The book is, let me see if I can articulate it and then you, and then you correct me. So the Untethered Soul is the, 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 the thoughts and the experiences of the person. And then there's the awareness outside that those feelings, sensations, emotions are happening. There's the awareness of it. Is that, is that the distinct, yeah. I'm sure that's a more succinct that's way exactly, of saying it. No, that's exactly it. One of the words that I'll add to that is he calls it the seat of self. The, the seat, seat of self. So like we, he kind of, he kind of describes it anyway in the book and I picture it like, like our consciousness, our seat of self, like if we like look through these eyes and like have an experience of it, but we're like back here, it's almost like we're in the super close stadium of our, of our self watching the experience this personality is having, you know. And it's both. It's, 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 and it's, and yes. it's not one or the other, right? Like we are both and, and not to go back to Jessa Reed, but I, I, if I haven't told you about her, shame on me because I, anyway, because like, she talks, like you were saying earlier, people need to tell me these things, right? I know <laughs> yeah. she, she explains it as if as a video game, as if, um, you're the avatar in the video game. At the same time, you are the person directing the avatar and watching the whole game happening. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's so interesting how how uh, so many different types of people can explain this this phenomenon that surely must 
be what's happening, right? And then that's really what the awake and asleep is, right? It's like we get absorbed in the game. We get absorbed in this experience, but then we back out and we're like, oh my God, I'm aware that this is happening, right? And I think the more we can bring that, that heartfelt, like I think some of what the masters have done is they take that joy or whatever you want to call it, their, their truth, their, their connection to who they are with them into the game. It's almost like they're able to not see themselves as an avatar, but they are the consciousness and the avatar or something like that. Yes. And they, it comes through them in this life experience, not as a, Oh, look at little, I mean, I'm sure Oprah has like micro moments and many moments that where she's like, Oh, why did I do that? Um, You know, no, we're still a human bouncing around in this life growing, but, but like they have learned more of being their whole self in, in those moments. It's like, instead of being asleep in the dream, they're awake in the dream. Yeah. 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 Good. Oh my God. I just wanted to share some of that. And that's where it's like, I'm I'm getting that new distinction of growth and joy. It's like, no growth is just part of it, but damn it. Like the joy and, and it's, you know, life well lived, uh, you know, live with your whole self, whatever you want to call it, like be, be as happy as you can be right. There's things that are going to take us out and there's, there's struggles and challenges in life, but like, live with that happy heart. You know, one of the things you asked me before we, we started the recording in your notes is like, um, you know, what's your, your motto or anything like that. And, you know, one I picked up last year was, you know, live a life you love, like live a life you love. Right. And one of the things I was writing in my journal this morning is I love my life. I love my life. All the messy, yucky, beautiful <laughs> parts of it, people in it, myself included, love this life, you know, like, damn it. And and it's not over here. It's happening fucking now. I'm in it. Like, mm. yes, yes, yes. I say yes to these things, the things that I want and I don't want. No, I say yes to them all. Mm-hmm. To them all. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? Do you have a, do you have a motto or? A- you know, for me, it is definitely that I'm, I'm very present with the idea that my physical time here is extremely limited. Um, you know, um, both of my parents dying prematurely, you know, of cancer that just always had a very kind of ever present, you know, ticking, ticking clock (laughs) and specifically turning 50, specifically turning 50 because my father, um, was died at 49 years old. And so for me turning 50 was, was, you know, pivotal and important for like 30 different reasons. One of them was I have now lived longer than my father. Mm -hmm. And, and it was important for me to like cross that threshold. But so I've always had this kind of literal kind of not literal, that's dumb to say it was literal, but ticking, ticking clock, and, um, and just this, it seems like since I, I think for the last five years or so, it's been really even more present where I've tried to integrate this philosophy, not in a morbid way, but in a like, you're dying, Joanna, like you're dying. We're all dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we are dying. We're, we're decaying every single day <laughs> and at least our physical bodies are. 
And, and, you know, I think about how I have less time in front of me than I have behind Mm. me. Right. Mm. And, and I think at the same time, like how fast, right. That the time behind me has gone and I have less of it in front of me. And I just, so my philosophy every day is don't, don't waste much time in any given day being in, in an unhappy environment, um, being unhappy in, a, in relationships, um, spending time with people, um, you know, that are, are um, you know, s- s- taking away from your experience as opposed to adding to it. Um, right. And do something every day that makes you happy, you know, that, that you mm-hmm. can feel joy. I mean, my thing really has been just to embrace how much I, I love dancing and, mm-hmm. and try to incorporate that every single day into my life. Usually it's for five or 10 minutes. It's not like an hour or something like that, but I can be in a state, um, feeling some stress or some anxiety or some consternation. And, you know, I have this planned per- uh, time frame every, not every day, but multiple times per week where I, I do physical movement, physical exercise. And I always start out with dancing. I put some amazing music on and I start dancing. And I mean, it is almost instantaneous, like 30 seconds. Yeah where I feel completely transformed. And so I really am a big believer in the, in the power and the transformation power of dance, of, mm-hmm. of free formed, you know, dance expression, which is reason number 563 that I'm irritated. I'm not going to LIB this year, but <laughs> um, just to be able to dance for four days straight, you know what I mean? But yeah, so I think it's every day it's, 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 don't let the programming of life keep you from <clears throat> doing things every single day that that make you happy and that can yeah. be from enjoying the food you want to enjoy or or doing the creative project that you want to do just for the joy of doing the creative project or dancing in in a room by yourself with your headphones on you know like um you know, so yeah, for me, it's just literally making, doing something every single day that, that I would be like, I'm finding, I'm, I'm doing it today. If today was my last day, if this was my last year, um, am I, and am I, am I using this precious time and this precious experience? And I hate to use the word wisely because that feels like it's a job. Like, am I just, am I, am I, you know, am I really jumping into the deep end of the pool and like experiencing it, you know, cause it's limited mm-hmm. until I get to do the next thing. Right. I mean, that's the other thing is not thinking like, this is it. It's, it's, this is this experience. And then when, when this experience gets its completion, I get to go do something else totally fun, you know, yeah. and just trusting yeah. in that whole situation. I don't know. I love it. I love it. And I would um, add a PS for myself to that, that um, it also for me looks like um, simple moments of that connection with peace, because some days I can't always do joy or, you know, whatever, just, (laughs) you know, maybe that's an excuse. I get it. I get it. But one thing I was noticing the other day, um, as I was talking about you know, these two lives, I would be very impatient trying to get over to this other life, right? Like, argh, like something would show up like this dump truck 
conversation I had earlier. I'd have been like, no, this needs to get done because I've got other things I've got to get done so that like I can go live my life. Well, now I'm finding like I was in line for something. I think it was like at Home Depot or something because we're doing this project. I'm in line at Home Depot and you can tell this is going to take a little while. Like you can see people's carts. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in this path. Like it's not going to just happen like that. And in that moment, I could have gone, you know, like you can hear the the chatter wanting to come up and start taking away yep. the joy. And like I caught it and I went, no, wait, where's it? Where's the joy in this moment? And I looked down and there's some beautiful succulents sitting right there. And I was like, that's where I'm going to put my focus. I was like, this all is going to happen. Like, I, I'm not going to like, go, hey, can I cut in front of you guys? Like, I got places to be like, <laughs> like I'm not going to I'm not going to lose my shit here at Home Depot. Right. But I was like, but I have a choice. And I was like, where am I going to put my focus? And I looked and there's sunlight hitting these little succulents and a little, um, I was all, there you are. There I am. You know? 100%. I mean, what I, what I hear you, what I envisioned you doing is just releasing that about to just come in and, 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 and distract you from the joy in the moment. And you, you like, oh, hi. And you released it. But something about what you said was choosing to put your focus on the succulents of where in this environment can I, can I tune into the joy? Um, yeah. it just reminded me of, um, my, my friend Tiffany, I saw on her Instagram the other day, she was, she's reading, um, man search for meaning by Viktor Frankl, mm -hmm. the Nazi concentration camp, um, yeah. uh, D, you know, yeah. prisoner yeah. who, who yeah. was able to, to find joy in, in his, the worst possible imaginable scenario. Right. And it was so interesting because I haven't read that book since I was in college. And then yeah. she's posting it on her Instagram and I, and I texted her and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe you're reading that book. And she's like, oh, why? Like, she wasn't sure why I thought it was a big deal. And I was like, yeah, I think it's probably, it's like the principle, it's the principle that you just described, which is in any moment, no matter what you think is happening or how wrong the world is, <laughs> um, cue pity party, you know, like, um, yeah, totally. cue uh, suffering, cue suffering. Yeah, yeah. Cue the suffering, cue the suffering. It's guess what? You have the power in every single moment to choose yeah. And I say that because I wanted to PS your story because I love your story. And you're absolutely right. Like self-love dance, like make your space woman, like, like take ownership of your joy and, and give it to yourself. Like you said, like I do my five minutes of dance and I get it. And I'm like, yes. And life is going to present us with moments that we can't just like go, Hey, y'all five minutes. I need to go out and dance. It's like, no, but in this moment, I'm going to own my joy. I'm going to own my focus. I'm going to put it here. I'm going to put it here. I'm going to put it wherever in a memory, something instead of what's wrong with the situation. Mm. Cause this is my fucking life. I, I am in this scenario for the next couple minutes. Well, okay. and every, everything that shows up like that, that that's just like the universe putting a piece of practice in front of us to be able to practice finding yes. the joy, right? It's like, this is practice. This is practice. This is practice. This is practice. Like you can, <laughs> Yeah. And, and pretty soon it's like, you know, Abraham has the five, you know, the um, five steps, you know, if you listen to a lot of, I them, don't know the five steps. One. Oh, okay. So one, you know, try and hopefully don't butcher this. So it's ask, 
you know, source answers and, and receive. That's what a lot of like her first, you know, her book, Asking It Is Given, that was like the basis of that. And if you listen to enough of Abraham from years ago, there was the fourth, which is you bump into contrast again. Oh, geez. Okay, there's contrast. And five is you recognize in the moment of contrast that you're back in step one and you're not pissed at yourself because you're back in oh. step one. And how I interpret that, like I started interpreting that is, I would tell my, 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 you know, my transformative buddies, I'm like, we're creators, man. Like, like in that moment, shit is looking bad. Like I am godlike. I'm like, yes, I'm going to create something in this moment. That's even better that I get to enjoy, you know, because I'm going to throw it into my vortex, as she would say, like, like in that moment, like that is the crux of the moment that our creator self, our ability, who we are as a consciousness emerges, you know, like, that's true. It's that moment. It's not the moment it's we realize moment. it. No, yeah, it is it's the moment. moment where you bump up against something you don't want. You create, like take that moment as remembering your divinity, if you will, mm -hmm. like, holy cow, you just created something that didn't exist in consciousness until you created it. And mm -hmm. you're on the way to it already. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. And I, and I bounce in between like one and five, <laughs> like there's times where I'm like, Oh, damn it. Why is this happening? And then there's times where I'm like, all right, bring it on. Okay. I got this. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm creating, it's okay. I, you know, and I'm clicking and you know, it's not always pretty in between, but like you mm -hmm. said, that's our mastery, right? That's our master's class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It made me think of just three different things. And I'm just trying to think of a, a <laughs> that we could start a whole nother conversation about, you know, what just came up for me on that. And I'm just wondering if there is a, uh, anything we can do to, to put a pin in this conversation, you know what I mean? And kind of end it in a, in a, in a way that makes sense yeah. or. Yeah. 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 Any, sure. uh, Cause I just, I have a whole nother thing I want to talk to you about, but I don't have enough time. Please, please let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah we're, not on, we're not linear in this conversation. We're feminine. No. We're, we're multidimensional. So yeah. Yeah. What you well, got? Thank you. I don't, I, I got nothing. Oh, oh no, I, I can't say, I can't, I, no, I really do have a whole nother subject that I want to talk to you about, like, but it's too big. It's too big. I don't have enough time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So anything, any, any, any closing thought or to cap this particular conversation off with? Hmm. Let me just tune in. Well, something I wanted to open with, um, and this, and I want to, I think I want to say more than this and depending, you know, if you need to like get the hook out and pull me off, you just let me know. <laughs> but, um, I was honoring you this morning in my, in my walking around my house and just thinking about you and what I love about you. And I, you know, I love you, <laughs> you know that. And of course, one of the things, one of the many things that I love about you is um, your ability to realize your dreams. And, and this, what you're doing right now is like something you, you listened for and you heard and you germinated it. And then you, you maybe spoke it a little bit or maybe just spoke it quietly to yourself. And you're like, what if, what if, but you allowed it to keep going and it turned into I'll call it a project, right? Just like your goddess project. Like I was thinking yeah. about that experience and you allowed me to, to be a part of that experience. And I'm like, Joanna just like realizes her dreams. Like she, she 
has a beautiful way of going, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, that's special. Oh, that needs to be done. And I, I want to get about doing it or something like that, whatever it sounds like for you in your heart. And you, you do it. You like, you're, you're like, you're not like, oh yeah, that can, I mean, like sometimes it has to wait. Right. I get it. But like, you're not like for never, but maybe not now, but you're, I mean, when you shared with me about what you're doing with this, I was like, I love you so much. Yes. Like do that. Like, remember when you shared it with me, I remember where I was in my my house and you told me that you're doing this. And I was like, yes, you need to do that. Yes, yes, yes. Like, like, oh my God, I'm so excited. You're doing it. I, I don't even know what it's going to come about, but I was like, yeah, you know, cause I'm up for whatever you're up for, you know, that's yeah. that. And just, I just want you to know, like I honor all of who you are and what you are for me as an expression and an inspiration it just floors me to think about you sometimes how much I love you. Thank you, Polly. I love you too. And I'm, I'm so glad that this conversation is the initiating conversation of this project. And I mean, you know, our relationship and my, my path, my kind of evolutionary human path, you know, that, has gone on back, you know, uh, since before we met and will continue on into the future, you know, has been inspired in so many different ways and in so many different times by you and your journey and your path. Mm -hmm. I feel like everything that I get, I'm getting up to, you've already done. Like Mm -hmm. you're, you do it. You somehow, you pave the way. I mean, I could get, we could give five examples. I mean, you know, from showing me you could be, you know, single, happy and divorced and, and loving life, you know, at our age to, you know, I mean, you got, you were one of the people that inspired me to, to go vegan. I mean, we're both not vegan anymore, but that's, that's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) But, um, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, there's, there's a whole list of things, the books that, that, that you've shared with me and these concepts that I never even heard of. And, um, some of the dynamics that you've modeled in your life. Um, you know, I know that a lot of times when you're, when you Polly are in it and I'm listening as your friend and watching as your friend, I'm going, Oh my God, wow. Like that's amazing. And then like two, three, four years later, I'm starting to experience something like that. I'm like, okay, that's what she was talking about. Like, I feel like the next thing is like, I'm going to become a part of some women's circle in like however long I'm going to be like, Oh my God, I cannot believe it's taken me this long, you know? Um, I mean, even just from the dance, going to festivals and dancing, I have never in my life gone to a festival and went dancing until this past a couple of months ago was the first time, you know, and it's like the fact that, you know, so you have, what you have done is, is not only modeled the behavior of seeker for me, but you have, um, normalized through our conversations, these decade long conversations that have been strung together. And sometimes they're more often, and sometimes they're more spread out, Mm -hmm. but you've normalized this way of being these, these conversations and, um, Mm -hmm. this seeker's path and this, this, 
this kind of this wide eyed exploration, you know, of life Mm -hmm. and curiosity. And, um, you know, just when I feel like the world is full of robotic sheep jumping off cliffs one after the other, I remember there's a poly, you know, Mm -hmm. I remember there's a poly. And so Mm -hmm. thank you. You are that. And you are that also, um, Thank you, darling. Thank you for that. And mm, I love what you. it reminds what it reminds me of is, um, I think a little bit of what you just encapsulated about who I am. Um, you know, my fun bus, my my RV um, is very colorful, right? So I bought a, you know, I hit the uh, van life um, button a little bit before most people knew about it. And I bought an RV and I moved into it and I lived in it for three years. And then I realized she wasn't, she wasn't on the outside as expressive as I felt and loved her on the inside. So I painted her, right. Or right. my dear friend, I hired her to paint my bus. Mm-hmm. And, and part of my inspiration with that, and I think this is a little bit me telling myself what my life is about is, you know, your life is your message is when I created her, um, there's these little cabins on the outside. And so she's all blue in the base. And then there's these beautiful expressions of beauty and art on her. But I had her leave the cabin, uh, the cabinets open because I wanted to start putting phrases in. And I'm just, you know, this is, I've had this bus for years and I haven't done it, but I was like, I did on the very front of the bus. I, I did my, probably my biggest expression is I, I painted on it, follow your bliss. So the first thing going down the road, you fucking can't I miss her. It. She's light pink and it says, follow your bliss. And I get different people, you know, honking and, you know, loving that and taking pictures and stuff. And on the sides, what I wanted to do in the cabinets were like quotes and inspiration and things that spoke to me as an encapsulation of who she is for me is, man, wake up, like live that life. Like you see this bus, like this is, this is a reminder to you. You know, like, 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 wake up, like, do it, do that thing, whatever this is, you know, and some people experience her in that way. And some people tune her out, whatever. And I think that that is what a lot of what I'm here for, which is, um, I'm getting about doing that. I'm getting about, um, whether I see somebody like, oh my God, somebody's in this exotic place, but that looks amazing. I've got to go do that. I don't even know. Like, or Joanna, like, what is this life you're living? You're you're at the landmark? I, I think I need to check this out. I don't even know. But like diving in and experiencing it and, like, and then and then taking that as like a like um, you know, if we say like our life, you know, like things are floating off of us and people are picking it up. It's like you see parts of my life, whether it's a photograph or you hear me tell a story or something like that, and then it inspires someone else. It's like, yeah, I'm a traveler on this journey and right. I'm picking up little hints and stuff and behind me, you know, other people, and I'm picking up other people's scent of like. I want to do that. I want to experience that. And I think that's just who I am mm-hmm. in the world. And mm-hmm. I think we all are that and, and other things and more, but I think that's a little bit of the core who I am and mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I'm like, well, you're, a, you are specifically a stand for possibility. I mean, that's, that's the, you're oh like stake in the ground. Like, <laughs> yeah, let, like me, let me just show you. Let me just show you. <laughs> and not as a, like, don't tell me I'm not, because I already believe it. Like, I don't, I, I like, I, I don't have a soul in my, my world that is close to me that would ever tell me no. Like, like everyone I choose to know, if I say wacky things, they're like, oh, okay, 
You know, yeah. like there's no no for me. And yeah. that's who I want to be for the people right. in my life. Yeah. Right. No, because that that's that would be counterproductive. Yeah. And also your energy is attracting, you know, yeah. the people that are on that same, you know, and. Yeah. <sighs> and I would just say like, believe in each other and like, whatever, like when you shared this with me, I was like, get up to that. I fully support it. What, how do I sign up? What do, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like, like, yes. And I believe as friends, that's what friends do. That's what people right. who love us and, and cherish us do. And so. I, Hell to I, the, yeah. I wish I was going with you next weekend so hard. I'm not Sorry. kidding you. This is like killing me. This is oh, killing no. me. No, no, no. It's just inspiring you. You just in that moment, you created LIB 2023. It's coming. It's good. You're going to be there. <laughs> All right. We'll play. We'll play. All right, honey. On that note, I'm going to, I'm going to call yeah. us good. I'm going to call yeah. us good. Yeah. I love you. I, Thank you so much for taking this time, Polly. I mean, I, I would take you. more. I know. More. And I can't wait to see you in person and have, I can't to wait. I can't wait to go on our first hike together. Yay. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right, yeah. sweetie. Yeah. So I'll see you here in a couple of weeks. Yes. In the neck of the woods, neck of the world. Yeah. So good. All right, baby. Have Bye. a great weekend. Love you, sister. I love you too. Bye. Bye, honey. <laughs> Thank you.